I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, Avengers vs. X-Men, Jeremy vs. Gary. We're not really talking mm-hmm. about Avengers vs. X-Men this week, Gary. <laughs> we're we're going to instead jump into Uncanny X-Men number 10, uh, meet our favorite new villain, the unit, and uh, get just a, base, a little bit of background on hope, I guess, is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, setting up some background, prelude to a background, mm-hmm. <laughs> is what we're getting. Uh, if, so unit, we're going to talk a lot about unit this episode. Uh, if unit was a cooler design, think about how cool this fucking cover is. Yes. Like unit, uh, who is, is a, a silver dildo with arms and a head, mm-hmm. but if he wasn't that he's smashing the X-Men logo over a big pile of like unconscious X-Men. Uh, he's like flipped the word uncanny upside down. You can't even see the E in X-Men. Like it's very cool looking. Yeah. This is super, super uh, dope. Yeah. Um, but he looks like a dildo with a head and arms. Gary. <laughs> like that's what he, that's what he looks <laughs> like. <laughs> From the torso, he's fine, and then your eyes just go down. It's like, oh, there's no leg. Yeah, like he it just—it's just a a, a penetrode. Like it's just a a you know, a implement, a sizing implement for pussies. Like it's it, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, it, it's this guy, um, and he's he's a fun character. I like everything about him except that he doesn't have fucking legs. He just he floats around he just, like a he just floats around like a dildo, man. I mean, that's there's no yeah. there's literally just, nothing else you could say about it. Like, I can't believe it went through the entire design process and got to the page and nobody was like, "Are you sure?" Like, are you, are you absolutely sure this is what we want to roll with? Like, this is the thing. This is the one. Yeah. Whew. Somebody if nobody said this, then Marvel needs to hire us as outside, outside consultants, like right now. Our fees are really reasonable, but just like let us be on the team and just run designs by us. And we're going to be like, ah, yeah, no, you can't do that. It looks like a sex toy. And they're going to be like, oh, shit, should we, should we do legs? And I'd be like, well, let me ask you a question. Do sex toys have legs? And they're going to be like, not usually. I'm like, there's your answer. There you go. There like, you yes, go. you should do legs. You should definitely do legs. <laughs> like, or wheels. Got in one. Or tank treads. Yeah. We, I dude, mean, there's a, yeah. There's a lot of ways to get around, man. Or or just make them a torso. Get rid of the whole bottom half. Fucking I mean, Modoc. pretty stupid, but it wouldn't look. Yeah, Modoc. I mean, you'd look pretty stupid, but you wouldn't look like something that like is a G-spot aid. You know? Fucking. Fucking A. Crazy. Um, so yeah. to set this up a little bit, uh, we're at the, basically the end of an arc, um, where, uh, I think from what I can understand the Avengers and the X-Men have kind of had to join forces, forces to fight, um, this super alien computer hybrid sentient thing. Um, and the only reason this crosses over with the Avengers versus X-Men stuff is because hope is like in it. And at the very end, she's going to get like some downloaded info on, um, the Phoenix Force. Phoenix. But all of this seems like it takes place before the issue of Avengers versus X-Men number one, which we just covered. So oh, very uh, much. If, if this feels like out of place to you, I'm with you because I've read this like and this if you go to the Marvel Unlimited app, this is the next one that like Marvel says to yep. read this one next. So it's very confusing and it's not really Honestly, if it didn't have unit, I would have talked to Gary and been like, let's skip it. But it had fucking unit in it, so we had to cover it. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about unit. There's some things that happen here that uh, elucidate some of the backstory shit that we're missing. You know, so this is where I found out, oh, like, oh, like Colossus has juggernaut powers, mm-hmm. um, which I, I knew happened at some point, but I didn't realize that's what made him bald, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, this is also the first time we ever covered anything by Kieran Gillen, who is a writer I'm not super familiar with, but is uh, well-respected. Yes. Um, and I like the way that this 
you know, I like, I fucking like unit. Uh, I'm, I'm into unit. This makes me want to know more about unit. Uh, and it makes, I like the writing of this. So, uh, I am curious about Karen Gillan uh, and his X-Men run. The, uh, everything I've read by him is good. Um, I think that mm-hmm. the, the young Avengers arc stuff is probably like his go-to stuff. And it really seems like Marvel is putting some pieces together, uh, to make that happen in the MCU, which I am incredibly excited about. Like, Oh yeah. No no spoilers for Loki, but like some shit that's happening in Loki is also indicating like some young Avengers stuff that I am more than fucking here for right now. So uh art is by Carlos Pacheco, uh who I've always really liked. Mm-hmm. Um just real superhero stuff, but like good and clean. Um so the uh we're going to uh Sword um command, they're kind of dispatching X-Men and the Avengers, um, and they find unit uh here. And they're going to dispatch the X-Men, but not the Avengers. Brand is uh, doing some stuff where the X-Men and the Avengers are teaming up to fight a, uh, a singular fin, fing fang foom, mm-hmm. uh, which later they're, they're uh, implied to be many of these fin fang fooms, which like, I like the idea of there being multiple fin fang fooms. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but be- the fight doesn't really matter here because they're going to get extracted right away. Yes. Uh, Danger's like, Hey, you know, this is where unit is and dangerous. Like, Hey, Cyclops, that's where your hope is as well. Uh, and he immediately wants to jab. Yeah. And he tells Captain America, like, Hey, we're, we're leaving And Captain America's like, yo, there's a fing thing foom here. <laughs> like we kind of need you. Dog. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, he basically tells Cyclops, hey, you've got other teams. Let your other teams handle that. And Cyclops is like, nope, we're the best. We're leaving. Um, and they get magic. And I'm just happy to see a comic book with magic in it that we get to cover on this podcast. She's probably one of my favorite characters. So it's cool that we get to see her even for just a little bit. Um, and yeah. Well, and um, we get like, we figure out what's going on with her a little bit. Yeah. Here. A little like, bit. The, you know, this is worth it for backstory stuff. And I'm, I'm really curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um the uh cyclops is talking to brand and is like hey you know she's like don't dive in you know you need to be briefed and he's like i don't usually do that but this is hope like we don't have time for that like hope is too important to risk you know and then we we cut over to hope who's hanging out in a frozen lake with unit and this is our first like full body view of unit um he if if we're not calling him a dildo he looks like a like a test tube as well yeah sure like a vial but like mm-hmm. a, a like a yeah like a, a cartoon vial it is it is like mr freeze on top of a cartoon vial it's one of the dorkiest things i've ever seen in my fucking life it is that. um and, it, and i think it's important to note too that like they're not fighting hope and him seem to be just like wandering around yes. wandering through the snow uh when magic kind of jumps out of one teleport uh or one portal shoves hope into another one and then follows her through like immediately securing her out of the attack zone and the rest of the x-men pop in and it's all like the x-men don't even like stop to talk it's all all aggression all the time it's full attack zone yeah and and they're pretty out uh out you know out muscled here um unit has a power that i'm always really uh sympathetic to which is he you know people have to do what he says mm-hmm. um you know ever since like when i you know, a teenager and read preacher for the first time i was like that's a cool fucking superpower yeah you know uh and uh you know uh colossus as the juggernaut's running towards him and he he immediately sizes up he's always unstoppable that's useful change your trajectory and hit the ground and give me a shockwave and he has to do it like mm-hmm. you know, there's no no choice so instead of uh hitting unit colossus hits the ground and knocks out a bunch of other x-men um through the, just the force of his impact and 
and um, then he t- immediately turns around to Magneto and it's like, hey, put the big one in, in, up in space for me. <laughs> and Magneto just sends Colossus yeah. up into space. Um, and he's real like, like Unit has this real uh, holier than thou kind of smarmy attitude. Like I am, you know, I am the evolution that you were trying to get to kind of situation. Um, and it's, it's just works for me. It's really good. Again, if his yeah. bottom half, if he had a bottom half, this would maybe be like my new, favorite, my new favorite villain, like evolve some legs, <laughs> yeah. dog. What are you doing? How can you have all this power, but with no legs, <laughs> like not to, not, I'm not trying to sound ableist, like in real life, you can have as much power as FDR. You can have so much power and not, sure. but in a comic, like just, you know, this is supposed to make me think this looks cool. It's not like he's differently abled. He's not in a wheelchair. He's a floating vial. It's ridiculous. Um, he takes out Magneto. Uh, he's like, you know, consider this a compliment. You're the most dangerous one, so I'm going to take you out. Uh, Storm shows up, um, again, kind of blurring the lines as to what team she's on, and uh, strikes him with lightning. And he's like, you, you started this. Like, and again, underlining for the viewer, like, this isn't, wasn't a fight, you know? Um, he tells her to lose control, so she ends up flying you know, wind carries her off to the side. Um, Emma Frost shows up and is like, you know, I got you. Like you have no mental defenses. Uh, and it turns out he has like a outer mind that he uses to, uh, to fool telepaths. Yes. Um, which is, you know, hilarious. Like this, this, like some, sometimes when I read villains like this, like I'm, I'm into the power, but I'm not into like, Oh, he has an answer for every single possible thing. Right. Like that's every, like he has, he has the comeback to every single possible insult, uh, or power that they can throw at him. Uh, Namor shows up, uh, and he's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, Hey, like, you know, I bet you can't use your, any of this vocal trickery on me. And he's like, Nope, but I can use pheromones to make you and Emma Frost (laughs) make out. And they just immediately start stripping naked and humping down with each other. A a generalized pheromone barrage out of his palms. And it makes a hiss sound. It's so fucking, I once, uh, when I was a kid, you know how, when like you're a kid and and porn was any port in a storm, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, one of the VHSs me and my friends had access to was a space station porn that, uh, all these people were on a, or a spaceship, all these people were on a spaceship and they harvested these plants <laughs> and the plants made everybody horny, uh, like this, but what it would be, it was like, it looked like a normal porn most of the time. Like eventually the characters became naked and shed their sci-fi uniforms, but just every once in a while it would cut over to this rubber plant that would just go and squeeze out some juice oh, God. and then it would cut back to the sex. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> so, that is awful. Uh, yeah, we, we we had a field day with it. Like it was very funny to us uh, as as kids. But that's what this is like. It was like the the unit origins. That's you know just awful. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, just yeah. Like, it was looking, disgusting. Like I'm just imagining like doing what you naturally do when you're a young kid and you're watching porn and like you're like almost yeah. there and then like there's a plant and you're like oh what no go back to the other you, stuff. I, I, <laughs> well, no, it only it only cut for like a second. It would just cut for a little bit of the plane going, and then go right back. That's so, worse. You know, don't don't underestimate the unstoppable juggernaut power of uh, me being a teen <laughs> yeah. doing what teens do to a that thirteen movie. year old trying to like, trying to get that, a nut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not about to stop me. Uh, you know, it could have it could have went on for quite a while and not stopped me to be honest. But it was just it made watching it. You know, we'd watch it with friends to store things later with the spank bank because, and you wasn't like, hey, let's have a communal sex experience. It was more like I need to share the wealth. Yeah, of course. You know, like yeah. my friends got to see this because every you know, and uh, we all were just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you know, it was fully closed, not masturbating to it, and just watching it, and very very confused. 
Uh, um, Unit does he, remark that it, the, his pheromones doesn't you don't usually work this well, so I don't know if they're trying to play into a like a love triangle with Emma Frost and Namor. I don't know if that comes out later or anything. I have no idea. Oh, um, I think I think they are. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's serious. They're both taking off their pants as well. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's a you <laughs> it's, know it's not a makeout party. Like, this is a this is a getting down to business in the snow party. So yeah, immediate snow party. And he uh, he uses against Cyclops like, oh, she's supposed to be with you. You know, this must be embarrassing. And Cyclops gets pissed and zaps, uh, zaps him. Uh, he, he just says, "Ouch!" With a period, like he didn't really hurt him. And he just says, "Keep your eyes shut." You know, he's doing all non lethal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know here. And this is where he uh, calls him out. He's like, you're attacking a diplomat. You know, I was looking forward to meeting you, you know, uh, but nobody else would do this. Like maybe the Spartans or some alien warriors would just fight a a diplomat, but we we didn't even get a chance to talk um, on your knees and forces him to kneel, uh, you know, and he's, he's doing his power play here. Um, And this is where uh, danger pops up. I love. Uh, it's like, hey, you got pheromones, you got powers, but it won't work on me. I do love that unit says, um, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's impoliteness because I am, as you know, I've been consumed with uh, Hannibal Lecter content over the last few weeks of my life. So mm-hmm. this is very big Hannibal Lecter vibes. I just can't p- stop picturing <laughs> Matt Mickelson playing this cat in the MCU. Of just, I'm just gonna float around in a two. Like it's either it's he's either gonna play unit or he's gonna play somebody that looks exactly like unit in the me- next Kojima video <laughs> Kojima video game. Like it's got to be one of the two things. <sighs> If, if if Mads Mikkelsen played a sentient mind control dildo mm-hmm. uh, in in the MCU, I don't think I think I would have to delete all my accounts for all the horniness that would flood all of my timelines on every. <laughs> it'd, be level. Too, it'd be too horny. I'd be you'd, you'd have to hide. I, you'd have to mute me, Gary. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's a handsome I, dude. <laughs> I would have to mute everybody. Like it would all be muted. Like it would be. I would only follow corporations from that point, and not the horny corporations. Not like the Stakeums wants you to get laid. Corporations. It would be entirely like sony you know like it would turn into everything i hate about twitter um like i follow mutual banking that's it <laughs> oh my god it's my only source of uh, outsized news i can't i just i can't wait for you to text me like a fire crisco tweet and you're like check out this shit dog <laughs> yeah dude this shit looks like it's really non-stick what's been going on with you <laughs> it's non-stickness is off the hook it's uh, very funny um <laughs> And yeah, like you mentioned, danger shows up. Uh, I yeah. I continually we we've I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before because I don't know that she has shown up on the podcast before. Has she? Maybe yeah. she has. Uh, I don't I don't remember. Um, One of the worst designs in X Men history. That, that's what I was going to go uh, to. I'll say. Yeah, like when when they transform yeah. a, a a danger room into a sentient robot and they give her you know tits and dreads. I'm just like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Like, this is just not great. Um, but she shows up. Uh, she's you know mm-hmm. inorganic, so this stuff shouldn't work for her. And she's able to imprison him using beams. Hmm. Uh, I love him. Uh, once we know that this is him being caught on purpose, I love this. Like, no, this is police brutality. Like, <laughs> it's very funny. Like, yeah. um, and this is where hope like comes back from the portal with magic. Is like, hey, stop this! Like, he wasn't doing anything. You know, he tried. We acted. He tried to put us asleep, and he was being nice. You know, we were just talking. And he's like, yeah, that's true. You know, and I love this little foreshadowing. He's like, you know, that first part is definitely true. The second part, that's kind of you. But he doesn't say like he's being nice because he's got ulterior motives. Yeah. Uh, here and uh you know he's like hope is saying hey i you know i already said that like you know i was forced to stay here i wasn't intending to 
you know, I tried to try to get around this and dangerous. Like I didn't tell anybody because we were fighting, you know, uh, this is a prisoner. It needs to be captured. That's what we have to do. Um, and he goes along with it. He's got his smug grin. He's like, yeah, great. Lock me up. You know, I love this because they, they keep calling him an escaped prisoner and he's like, I'm not an escaped prisoner. I'm actually a prisoner whose uh, cell unfortunately disintegrated around him. I'd be grateful if you could lock me safely up like he's playing this like yeah. up to the T and I'd, it's very funny to me. And like <laughs> and Scott at this point is just very done. He's like, man, you know, get get Colossus from space and let's just get the fuck out of here. Let's go yeah. home. Well, he's probably he's saying let's get back to the Avengers. He probably feels a little bit bad about leaving them to all those fin fang fooms. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and he, he does, he shows back up and he, they're just like, we're finished. Um, you know, Bran says the last of the Fin Fang Fooms and, uh, Cap calls him out. Like, he's like, I've seen your team in action. You know, they're really incredible. You should be proud, but you said your number one priority was saving the world. And you've shown that isn't what it is. Um, he starts to fight back and they just leave. Yeah. You know, or he doesn't start to fight back. The team starts to fight back and, and Cyclops like, get us out of here. Yep. Uh, fuck this shit. They go back to Utopia. Um, Psylocke is there um, and says, "Oh, hey, yep. Agent Brand is here in actual person. She's uh, she's which is not which is pretty rare for her. Um, yeah, it's off brand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she cone of silences them. Uh, you know, puts them in a little like privacy tech shield, and is basically saying like making a deal. You know, you've got a uh, you know." we don't have a prison that's good enough for unit. You guys have a, have a prison good enough for unit and we're supposed to extradite, extradite him, but we're not going to, because he's really useful, you know? And she kind of explains him like, imagine a nuke that talks planets to death, which I, I love that line. Me too. Um, you know, a leftover, uh, weapon from a precursor race to force peace across the universe. He's a polite, pleasant monster. You know, like I, again, I really like this, uh, this is a cool char- concept for a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cyclops is like, why would I do this for you? And she's like, listen, you know, when you were securing uh, Utopia and rescuing Hope, you were also running a death squad. You were running X-Force. Uh, and he's like, did Hank tell you? He's like, no, he didn't tell me anything. We figured it out, you know? So this was, this is the moral event horizon that Wolverine and him broke up over. Um, it was a big deal when he kept putting together X-Forces and had them kill people. Yeah. Um, even though Wolverine, um, like I've read some of the, uh, some of that stuff. That's, um remender uh rick remender yeah yeah it's great yeah it's really fucking yeah, yeah. good yeah i'd highly recommend it i kind of yeah. i haven't looked ahead a lot i don't know if that if any of that stuff crosses over with the avengers versus x-men stuff but i hope it does i think it'd be interesting so the the kind of follow-up to a lot of those characters and stuff show up in uh the unity squad okay um the uncanny uncanny avengers stuff that, that yeah, did. yeah yeah um yeah which, which is which is extremely cool um i like rick remender quite a bit me too um the uh and the, the kind of arc of that comic is wolverine becoming disillusioned with that through kid apocalypse and it's like all shit that in my wildest dreams i would never think like if you told me as a 20 year old like hey kid apocalypse is a real good comic i'd be like that's so fucking stupid exactly like i would be so like, <laughs> like why are they making a kid apocalypse but it's actually awesome like it's a really really good comic it's it, um, it someday is, we'll be able to do it it is very much one of those things that you hear somebody say and you're like there's no fucking way that this would work and then you read it and you're like ah, motherfucker made it work <laughs> i was wrong i love the i love the new horseman like the the new horseman he does the like the yeah. civil war drummer like guy that guy's like just incredible like cool design um so basically you know she's like i have a secret you have one of my secrets he says you're blackmailing me he's like no we're blackmailing each other yeah uh which, which i love that a little bit you know you know my secret i know yours let's keep let's keep each other's secrets 
Um, this is where Colossus pops up and he shows up. He's like, you know, the prison, my sister, because where we find out magic is being kept in a prison. Um, Cyclops thinks he's saying, let my sister out. And he's like, no, you misunderstand. Like put me in, you know, if, if magic is in a prison until we need her because she's dangerous, I'm more dangerous. So I should be in a prison until you need me. Um, I, this made me want to read about the Colossus turning into juggernaut shit. Yeah. Like his internal struggle with this stuff was interesting to me and I hope we get more of it. And especially like also does a, as a magic fan of like, why are they locking magic up and like, how are they letting her out and yeah. about teleport and do stuff? And then also have her locked up in prison. Like I'm extremely curious about this. Yeah. yeah. They also call it um, the X brig, which I think is just <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, do they have an X paddy wagon? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like <laughs> the X galley, they have, they have X every part of the ship. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. We go over to where Danger is um, holding Unit, um, and he's calling her the Warden. And we realize very quickly that this is all a trick. Uh, this was, you know, she, she tells her like, "Hey, go get Hope Summers," um, and then you can. She she kind of blows him off, and she's like, "No, no, no!" I just said please, and that immediately like fries her circuits. Um, he was inside of her head yep. almost instantly, and just pretended to go along with all of this stuff. And she's not uh, going to classic uh, pretend to capture. Yep. And she's not even going to remember that this happened. Yep. Uh, and he he actually shows some emotion here, you know, like uh, at her condescend condescension. You know, uh, he's pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go get hope. Hope shows up and she's like, uh, you said that you could tell me about the Phoenix and you can help me. And he's like, I can do that. I think we can help each other. We've got a lot to talk about. And that's the end of the, uh, the issue. I do like him calling danger, um, a gymnasium with pretensions. <laughs> that's very, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny line to me. Um, this also, the last page of this, when they're, when he's talking to hope really illustrates and, and kind of drives home, like y- y'all should really talk about how, how old hope is because in this comic book, she's 25 <laughs> and in Avengers versus X-Men, she's 15. Like y'all really got to figure 16. this shit out. Yeah, yeah. Her, uh, her body is developing at an alarming and also sometimes in a reverse rate. Yeah. It's so much taking this, you know, the, the like slider she... and dark souls and just moving it all the way to the left and then all the way back to the right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, there, there's a million words that have been said about like how comics, uh, sexualize yeah. young women, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, everybody has to be drawn, like, you know, look at her ridiculous hip bones. Yeah. Like she's got so little body fat that her, the tops of her hips, like her thighs are not flush with it. You know, I just, uh, just, just silly. Um, yeah, but this is, this is cool. Like, I think that, uh, when I get back into like just reading comics for fun before bed, I might start with the this uh karen gill and x-men and see what's going on with it yeah because i i thought this was cool i thought this was fun i did too yeah this, um, this was a lot it. of fun um yeah and so this doesn't really have a whole lot to do with avengers versus x-men i'm kind of confused as to why it's even in here um both are the website that we're using to uh read or excuse me to to create our list and also marvel itself kind of suggested this but it's not a whole lot of hope content for you know 23 pages of comic books but we got the unit here and that's all that matters yeah no it was it was worth it to, to you know it, it did the thing that it wants to do like making these a crossover is supposed to get me into other comics yeah. and jokes on them i already bought it <laughs> they're getting no more of my money for this and they're not showing me any more ads you know that's true um so 
So yeah, thank you everybody for listening. If you enjoyed this, uh, you should A, go check out other podcasts on the Duck Feed Network. Uh, They have stuff for video games. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything to Guppy is a, what seems like a free form improv podcast now. I don't even know what the fuck you guys are doing over there anymore. Watch out for Fireballs. It's a a very serious video game podcast. So we we, we run a spectrum over at Duck Feed, my man. Uh, It's true. Go check all of that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. And you'll probably find something you like. I like to hope. Um, you, you can also go to uh, patreon.com to support us. Patreon.com slash TV. Leave us rings, reviews, or tell your friends. Spread the word. Yes. All those things are awesome. We appreciate mm-hmm. each and every one of them. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with Wolverine and the X-Men number nine.